0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Film Optics brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. I am your host Christian and I'm joined by one of my good friends and my co-hosts, Devon. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Happy happy it's, Saturday.
1: It's a good Saturday. It
0: is a nice Saturday. Got to
1: sleep in, just hanging out. Dude, sounds Saw like- some movies these these past couple days.
0: Oh, what 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 did you see again?
1: So Army of the Dead was Thursday. That was a that was a good time. Mm. Solid. Solid cool zombies there. He you knows how to make zombie movies. So I'll give him that. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead and this. He's got that down. And then yesterday I saw Spiral, which is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I just, I don't
0: know if I can even begin to even like just start watching that, like sp- like the Saw movies or just spiral in general. Like, I mean, yeah, it's Chris Rock. I mean, um, yeah, Chris Rock. Sorry. God, I was thinking of The Rock. Excuse me. I don't know why. I'm, my head's all over the place today. But, but yeah, for some reason, I'm just not interested in it. Like I probably, like I can go an entire lifetime and like be okay with not watching it. Like, what, like, I mean, if it's on TV or something, or, or if, like one of my friends wants to like watch it for like a movie night end, yeah, I'll watch it. But like, I wouldn't go out, out of my way to watch it, but that's Have you good. seen
1: the, the original Saw?
0: I've seen, I can't say that I've seen a Saw movie all the way through because when they were big, like that's when like my peak like scaredy catness came out. So, <laughs> so it's like, I've seen bits and parts. And like, actually, it was a funny story. When I was hanging out with um, uh, when I was a kid, hanging out with my uh, my for uh, my two uh, my friends who are identical twins, um, his dad took us to the movies uh one day. It was like a movie day. We saw like two films. One of them was supposed to be one of the Saw movies. And during the previews, like when the trailers were running, I like. I mean, Devin already knows this. For people at home, like for whatever reason, like. Like horror like movies like that, I'm just not a fan of like at all. Like it it gave me like the biggest anxiety. I dashed out of there in the middle of a in in the middle of the previews, because usually, you know, during the previews they kind of tailor to what the movie is. Um and I ran next door. I think it was um Are We There Yet? Classic. (laughs) Or it was it was something of the sort. I'm not entirely sure if that was a movie, but it remind like I literally was so freaking scared. I ran out of the theater and was like down the hall, and my dad's a friend was like freaking out because he thought he lost me. And I came out. I was like, "Oh, like you know, there's a movie starting exact same time this is," and he kind of got pissed at me. <laughs> Good times. I was like, "Hey, man! Like, I I wasn't I didn't sign up for a heart attack, you know, shit my pants or whatever." But it was it was terrible. But I'm glad you had a great weekend. Um, I actually haven't watched, um, I haven't watched anything new yet. I'm planning on watching "Those Who Wish Me Dead," um, probably today at some point. I'm gonna try to watch. I'm gonna try to see "Army of the Dead." It's just, it's like an hour away from where I live, and I'm like, do I want to see it that bad? Like, it was 30 minutes, like, yeah, I would drive 30 minutes to go see it. But it was, it, it's like an hour away from me. And
1: I, Matt, got to, I got to see it at my, my old movie pass theater. <laughs> it was good reminiscing.
0: Bring back any uh <laughs> memories. Do you remember when Movie Pass like cut off uh Avengers uh Infinity War right before yeah. it dropped? Like you couldn't use your movie pass on Avengers Infinity War.
1: And you couldn't re-watch movies.
0: Literally, and they they like they stealth-dropped it. They didn't tell anyone, and people were live because they're like oh my gosh i have this movie pass i can go watch avengers infinity war i was like wow i have to pay for this <laughs> but yeah man uh like i said i'm glad you had a great time definitely got to check out some movies myself
1: you know, um, I know last night at amc i got this hmm? it's very nice oh
0: not, not, a gr- not a great
1: movie but did you get it for free this Bad boy was was three dollars three bucks I'll take it. It looks cool as
0: hell. All right, for for all you audio listeners out there, Devin is holding up a gold uh, ten uh, Wonder Woman uh, nineteen eighty four uh, pop. I think market.
1: all AMC's are selling them like for three bucks. I mean, I'll buy it for three bucks. You know just what? Because they have so many, because they were expecting people to go in.
0: Is is that, that that's your AMC?
1: Yeah.
0: You know what? Maybe I will go see those who wish me dead in the theater today. See if they have any uh you know extra goodies laying around. Because I think I bought both Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Probably yeah, the I biggest got, mistake. I got that one, too. I I,
1: I, I think. And we I, both got the young game one.
0: Yeah, I actually ended up throwing that. Well, actually, my parents threw that one out because when I was moving stuff, uh, sent some stuff back home to my parents. And they're like, oh, we just like threw those away. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's not like I was going to use those for popcorn or anything. But yes, uh, so enough reminiscing here. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, So again, this is the Film Optics Podcast brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. Uh, Before we begin today's uh, topics and reviews, you can listen to this podcast on platforms around the internet. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X for all of our latest announcements Man, I kind of get tired. Like, oh, film optics, optics with an X. I got to figure out a better way to say it because we we can't change our name again. (laughs) (laughs) If we do, we're starting an entirely new podcast and doing the exact same thing. But I think film optics is good enough for now. um so yeah we have a few main topics to get through uh before we get into our uh, our main event which is the woman in the window review um that is now streaming on netflix this will be dropping on monday so um it'll give people a little bit of time to kind of you know watch it over the weekend and whatnot um and you know it's just uh you know and we can actually talk about spoilers um at least for once at least for now because it's just been a little weird transitional period where like you know, trying to figure out what to do, what to, you know, what the topics can be for each week until Loki comes about. So I feel like once that comes through, you know, we'll be back on track. If there's like another movie we want to do, we'll definitely drop another pod throughout the week. Um, but yeah, coming up in June, our podcast will be releasing on Wednesdays because we got to flow with the times. <laughs> so um, let's just get straight into our main topics here. We have a few trailers that dropped uh, um, from this uh, this past week Since I guess I'm speaking in past tense Dropping this week from this past week uh, We have the Venom <laughs> Let There Be Carnage trailer And we finally have the Green Knight trailer Devin, did you get a chance to watch any of these?
1: Yes, I watched both of these Oh,
0: congratulations
1: Oh, that's nice, that's nice
0: um, So I guess we'll start with Carnage or the Venom two trailer. What did you? are on, like, what are you thinking? You know, like, are you giving this a pass for now? Are you excited? Have Have they roped you into this universe yet? Aside from the first movie,
1: I mean, I actually am excited, mainly because of Andy Serkis directing this one. Hmm. Because he is a god among men. He did the Planet of the Apes films, of course. He was in Lord of the Rings. All that good stuff. He's in the MCU, so oh, now, yeah, he yeah, to, he now he gets to direct. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. The trailer did look pretty cool. There's some weird stuff with. Have you did you see that that Twitter hashtag with uh?
0: No, okay, I I did not click on that Twitter hashtag. Sy-
1: symbiote and and Eddie Brock, band <laughs> like romancing. It's it's weird. So so they
0: want. They want they want um, them to
1: hook up, basically. Mm, I, and, they, I, and they and they they make drawings showing it.
0: Mm, yeah. That's 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 no, but so I no, I'm I'm good because I remember I think Task had uh, t- tweeted it out and he said, "For the love of God, do not click." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on this um on this hashtag, and I was like, ah, "I'm
1: good, I'm good." But, but other than that, I mean. You know Tom Hardy's gonna bring it. You know oh, he's yeah, for gonna sure. carry, he's gonna put it on his back. And then but now he gets Woody Harrelson to give him some help. It feels like.
0: I don't know how I feel about Woody Harrelson becoming Cletus Cassidy. I, I feel like he's a little too old. Like I feel like Jesse Eisenberg or someone of that caliber would have been better because we would have gotten a more Well, Jesse
1: Eisenberg isn't scary.
0: No, he's not. And I guess we can have like Woody
1: Harrelson at least has like a crazy side.
0: Yeah. I guess it des- it depends on how old they they make Cletus Cassidy in uh, this film um, on, on the geekly goods and friends where I uh, live stream with Leo over on his channel every month. Um, Manny, get down. No, Sorry. I'm dog sitting right now. Um, <laughs> I I actually get like out of 10, I actually gave this like a four out of 10 just because like they didn't show anything. And I don't know if that's like a good or bad thing just because it is more of like, <sighs> Like, it's a good thing they didn't show a lot, but it's a bad thing at the same time because I'm not really heavily invested into this world yet. I mean, you know, of course, we're, we're definitely going to go see it like 100 percent, you know, compare to the first movie, uh, which we did like a while, while back. Um, and I I mean, it's it's it seems like more of the same. Like, I'm, like, we'll see how it is. I, I don't know. Is this is this in the MCU or not? You know what I mean? Like an uh,
1: association with Marvel.
0: Because, like, they have, like, the Daily Bugle, which we, we have J.K. Simmons playing as J. Jonah Jameson. But he's also canon now as of, um, you know, Far From Home. So it's like, are they just trying to merge these worlds together? Or it's 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 too much. But, um, you know, regardless of my feelings of it right now, because I did not like the first Venom movie, like, at all. I'm definitely going to go check it out and, you know, see how it is, see how it stacks up. But as of right now, um, everyone should be watching Upgrade because it is the uh, superior of Venom 1. Very much so. Yeah, same concept, um, but executed a lot in a a better way. And actually, I was actually looking at Blu-ray.com really quick. Umbrella Academy Season 1 is coming to Blu-ray, Devin. Interesting. Looks like Netflix hasn't forgotten about you know us physical lovers but let's move on here we have the Green Knight trailer um, this is one I was very very excited for I believe this is supposed to like this is supposed to debut at South by Southwest um, a while ago like I think last year I believe so um, <laughs> what are your thoughts because like you already know I'm I'm there like the, the Anthurian legend like this is like a 10 out of 10 for me like 100%
1: But what about you? Yeah.
0: I'm excited.
1: (laughs) It just looks like a very well made, well thought out movie. I don't know how else to explain it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It it, it's crazy, but it's it's interesting because I mean, like, obviously the Green Knight isn't one of like the Green Knight is like the big scary monster thing. So I'm really interested to see other like I am (laughs) like I'm just I'm there. Like this has to be seen. In the theater, 100%. Doesn't mean that I won't try to get my hands on the screener. I doubt it. But A24 is bringing it yet again. Like, they are just absolutely killing it, 100%. Um, so let's move on here really quick. We have, like, two more quick fire news things to go through. I wanted to co- actually cover, uh, like, so Cruella's screen screener started rolling out. And it seems like there's a lot of good uh, responses here. This actually comes from discussing film really quick. Um, they said Corella is one of the most, uh, is, is, one of Disney's strongest live-action remakes uh, that gives an updated origin story for the new age while showcasing uh, breathtaking fashion. Emma Stone is wildly entertaining in the titular role, and she fully commits to the villain persona in a fearless and bold performance. So, hmm, looking pretty, uh... I mean, I I was always excited for it because I love me some Emma Stone. But what about you, Devin? How, how does this sound to you? Will you be checking it out?
1: Um, it doesn't like excite me because I don't know. It's just deville kind of cool, but we really need that. <laughs> I well, don't Devin. Know. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll watch it, but I'm not like. I don't like have to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. I got you.
0: So like, what would you see this in theaters? Would you use like your AMC
1: pass? Well, it's a lot cheaper than $30.
0: (laughs) I actually, yes, that is very, very true. And you, you know, arguably get a better experience out of it. So, yeah. And so moving on here really quick again, we have, um, also another quick response or this is actually more of like a round tomato, um, Census of what's going on with the army of the dead right now the tomato meter for critics is sitting at 73 percent and the audience score uh, because it did drop this past weekend um, is sitting at 84 percent so far so it, it is tomato verified so I mean it's cool <laughs> I'm very very Zach, excited Zack
1: Snyder gets to gets to work with original IP again yeah Doesn't have to worry about all the weird
0: fanboys yeah we'll be uh discussing it next week on the podcast you know give give people time to kind of watch it um and whatnot um you know just depending on our schedule but devin's already seen it so i just have to see it (laughs) so it's just like am i not times i think i'm just gonna watch this at home i just i can't like i can't even i don't know if i should do that for like an hour an hour drive for a zach snyder film I don't know. If it was like the next end game, like you bet your sweet cookies I'm gonna be there. <laughs> but not for this. Uh um, maybe I might be able to get my hands on a screener. It just depends. But yeah, that pretty much covers the uh quick fire news. So let's get in to uh the bigger stuff here before we get into our woman um in the window review. We have uh knives out two casting,
1: like this, oh my god, this, this is <laughs> just so stacked
0: throughout this entire past week, it has been insane. We have Katherine Hahn. We have um, Dave Bautista. We have Janelle Monet. We have Edward Norton.
1: Ed Norton in the house. And, and of Agatha course. Agatha All Along. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you see for Agatha All Along? It was almost. Um, not. A Cardi
1: B. They almost said like a Cardi B remix.
0: Well, not not the Cardi B remix. Instead of it saying Agatha All Along, it was supposed to be. Um, it was like Agatha, of course, or something like that. Um, and they tried to get
1: that alliteration. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I I I'll, I'll have to look it up but I had it up earlier. But uh, yeah, so uh, knives out 2 casting this I mean, there's supposed to be at least what three more casting going along with Daniel Craig and everyone else. So who else would you like to see in this role?
1: I mean, I don't even know. They don't so, even need they don't even need anyone else. They got <laughs> They got a stacked cast already.
0: You throw like some Florence Pugh in there,
1: I'll, I'll be, I'll be good. Sure. Oh my
0: god, that'll be amazing.
1: Are any? I wonder if any of the originals are returning. Obviously, besides Daniel um, Craig. Yeah, obviously Daniel Craig, but I wonder <laughs> if anyone else is going to show up.
0: Well, what about Michael Shannon?
1: What about Lakeith Stanfield? <laughs>
0: oh no! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Who? Uh, after what we read, it was uh yikes. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh! It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely unfortunate. But we I mean, will it's not come to come
1: to Netflix too.
0: Knives Out too. It's coming to Netflix.
1: Yeah. Oh boy! Net, they made a deal with Netflix for a hundred million dollars. You already know. All right, Devin right up the email, <laughs>
0: right up the email we're, we're going in right now, but no, th- this is going to be great. Um, I am very, very excited for this. Um, honestly, uh, the, the cast so far is, is pretty freaking stacked. So I'm just, I'm ready for another, you know, whodunit mystery, Ryan Johnson coming back. Um, yeah, it's just great, great stuff. You got anything else to add? I'm just
1: excited. All right. Well, you we might know be, a Thanksgiving movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does feel like a Thanksgiving movie, you know? Get, yeah. I, I agree with that. Even with like when little women came out, like that was, I was like, why is it coming out on Christmas? And I i I'm like, okay, this is definitely a Christmas movie. Like it has Christmas elements and themes, but overall I mm, absolutely. So let's move on to a little bit more of good news. I mean, depending on how you take it, I guess we have the golden globes, uh, 20, the globe, uh, excuse me the golden globes 2022 are canceled on nbc and wow i was not expecting this whatsoever
1: um i'm not sure i mean, people- I mean after after the oscars flopped that hard like <laughs> it, i'm sure it wasn't that hard of, of a decision to make
0: do you think award shows are like like i, I don't want to say dead
1: but they, they need to make a lot of changes that's yeah. for sure
0: yeah Because I, I mean, we've noticed like every year, like they do something different. Some years it works out really, really well, but it's like they don't stick to that formula. It's like, okay, well, it worked out really well for 2019, so let's move on to 2020 or, well, I mean, or 2021, like, or for 2020, it's like it's a bit of a weird year, um, because of the pandemic, obviously. But it's like, I I really don't know. Apparently, um, didn't um Tom Cruise like (laughs) send back his? He it sounds like a thing a he would do. Yeah. And I believe it was also, this is also due to, um, there not being any uh, people of color on the, um, Hollywood foreign press association. I believe that's correct. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't sound surprising. Yeah. It doesn't sound surprising at all. Um, if, if anyone's listening out there, you know, watching, I'll definitely, uh, you know, correct me if, if I am wrong there. Um, I believe that was the story. I saw that like, maybe about a, a week or uh, a week or two ago. But yeah, uh, this isn't, uh, this isn't really look good for them. Uh, you know, they have a little statement saying they continue to believe that the uh, Hollywood foreign press association is committed to, uh, to meaningful reform. So I'm sure it will come back. The Comcast own network said that this morning. Uh, however, the change of this magnitude uh takes time and work and they start to feel like the HFPA needs time to do it right. Um and so NBC will not air the 2022 Golden Globes. Um they're planning to re-air it in uh, January 2023, but we're not sure who's gonna be picking that up. But I think Devin had mentioned uh either last podcast or the podcast before, um, that they should just throw this on like Disney Plus. Or like a streaming service that way everyone can just hey like I don't know how to watch the Golden. Yeah, that's or one the of the Oscars. biggest
1: issues. Like even if you want to watch it, you have to have cable. Yeah,
0: which is, I mean, for some people I understand why people have cable, but other than it's uh, just not. I mean, I cut the the cord like ages ago, so it's like it is what it is there. But I can totally understand. Like they they, just, they need to adapt. I guess is what I'm really trying to say but uh let's move on to our next bit of news here we have uh the killers of the flower moon uh first look i didn't realize like i can hardly recognize uh he was very (laughs) very recognizable people are like oh my gosh you look so different leonardo dicaprio i was like what no um pamela james (laughs) let's
1: Lily James is Pamela Anderson. Yeah, Pamela Anderson. Yeah, that is unrecognized, dude. That I can't stop looking, (laughs)
0: dude. I And
1: Sebastian Stan. He's a
0: yeah. Those those nip rings. Well, the the first the first image that they showed of Lily James, um, it didn't like it did not look like her whatsoever. Now that you know, there's other um, images out there. I'm like, okay, I could definitely see that it is her, but I think it was just that angle. And maybe just like the way that everything, like the way she was positioned, it did not look like her like at all. Yeah. It's like okay, now like I could definitely see the makeup and whatnot, but like it still looks really great, like great, great stuff. But uh, what do you think of the killers of the Flower, Flower Moon? This is being picked up by Apple TV Plus, which you so graciously <laughs> showed me the um, the streaming most subscribed streaming services, an updated version. Apple TV Plus is number four out of eight, which is not bad at all.
1: But yeah, I was surprised that that and Peacock were like right in the middle.
0: Honestly, even with Prime Video,
1: like well, I everyone has it just because they have Prime. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, because they have Amazon. Yeah, that's true.
0: Oh, my boy HBO Max is down at the bottom but that's okay. Paramount Plus, I'm not too well, actually, I thought Peacock. I didn't think Peacock would come in as number five. Yeah, it's
1: the surprising one for me. Yeah, yeah. But
0: anyway, so for Killers of the Flower Moon, what are your? I guess your your first impressions
1: of what? I mean, it's just a picture, so I mean, I don't really have anything to say. I mean, it's it's Leo, so we're gonna watch it. Oh yeah
0: are are you, are you going to watch the American version of? Um- what was it with Matt Mickelson? They're doing um, Another Round, I think it is. Yeah, I
1: actually watched the original one. Oh, did you b- really? Before the Oscars. It was pretty good. It mm-hmm. didn't blow me away, but.
0: What language are they speaking?
1: Um, sweet, Swedish, Swedish, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, but I, c- I could definitely see Leo in that role. Yeah. It's just kind of weird to do it. So soon, I don't know.
0: It's it's like as soon as it you know had its like debut at the Oscars, they're like, oh, by the way, an American version of another round is coming out, and it's going to start later at Naruto it, it is an
1: interesting story.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I want to watch the original first before I watch uh, the American. Uh, I guess
1: the English. It's English. on Hulu. It is on. Oh, it is on Hulu. Okay. See, that's that that that's why I like Hulu. Hulu's got some good uh some good Oscar nominees on there. Hulu, honestly, is... I think Hulu is very underrated. Like, they
0: provide so much.
1: You get all the TV.
0: Like, literally all the And then the TV.
1: movies are just a bonus.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like it, it, TV is definitely more of their space. Um, And even if you're, like, an anime fan out there, there's a ton of anime stuff on there as well. But, um, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon uh, looks pretty interesting. Um, I believe... It was also Robert De Niro's attached to the project as well. I guess he had a um, bit of a injury uh, there with his quadricep uh, muscle injury. But apparently that will not impact the uh, the production of the movie. So that's always good. You know, got to see yeah. Robert De Niro back in action. I mean, it's, it's Martin Scorsese. So I, I wouldn't expect it any other way. So uh, let's move on here to uh, this one actually you found earlier this week. Uh, you want to take this one?
1: Yeah, FXX. Speaking of Hulu, FXX is ordering an animated comedy series titled Little Demon. Um, Danny and Lucy DeVito and Aubrey Blaza are set to star. Dan Harmon, executive producing. That's a, good, that's a good group of names there.
0: I'm i mean i'm I'm down for anything and like i'm I'm down for new content that isn't like i guess you know based off of something else like based off of like a book or you know like i mean you know we we love like our superhero movies and our 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 indie films and whatnot but um yeah I'm just looking for something different this this seems to be very interesting uh looks like it's a hilarious animated horror comedy uh that will it's it will host other great talents is apparently.
1: So that's very, I don't know that this, uh, this synopsis is very interesting.
0: Well, where, where, yeah, I was trying to find that. Where is um, that
1: 13 years after being impregnated by the devil, Danny DeVito, a reluctant mother, Aubrey Plaza and her antichrist daughter, Lucy DeVito <laughs> attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware, but are constantly thwarted by monstrous forces, including Satan who yearns for custody of his daughter's soul sounds insane that
0: actually sounds pretty awesome I'm, I'm i'm on board like anything pretty much animated for the most part i'm definitely going to be on board and it's an animated comedy series and you know it's going to be for us adults out there so definitely definitely on board for that one so i just think that one deserves a yeah there we go we we haven't used the uh the crowd in a while <laughs>
1: we well, guess we can boo the Oscars and Golden Globes. They okay. deserved
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah. Get your booze in there. Get your booze in there. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fuck you, Oscars. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on here, uh, we have Marvel Studios um, has released a uh, release window for the Disney Plus series uh What If. So this is gonna be more of CGI animated um coming up and i'm actually very excited for this one it definitely puts like a nice little spin on the mcu kind of gives you it gives them the, the ability to tell different stories that aren't necessarily canon and still have a good time with it just go balls to the wall so i think that one deserves a
1: but yeah any any thoughts about this devin it's nice that we have a month now august right yeah. Shortly after Loki.
0: Yeah. 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 A little shortly after Loki. I don't know if anything's planned for July, but yeah, very, very excited. You know, we get to see some Captain Britain with Peggy Carter So that'll be really, really cool. So Good to I, see
1: Chachala in action. yes, yeah. Star Lord.
0: Yeah. For Star Lord. Uh, so how many, do we know how many um, episodes this is?
1: Oh, 10, ten episodes. That. It says the
0: uh, 10 episodes, first season expected uh, to debut. And okay. So the first season we'll ask, uh, what if Peggy Carter got, uh, powers from the super soldier CMC Rogers remains to Skrani self. Um, so that's okay. Okay. And then, you know, uh, for the Iron Man, what if, um, the suit of armor was designed, um, after like Howard Stark and whatnot. So, so it looks like there's going to be multiple seasons, which I think they can definitely run this for a while. Um, I would say maybe about like a good, I mean, d- d- just depending, honestly, this could like run for a while because, you know, the more canon, you know, things they bring to the universe, they can, they can also, literally
1: just do whatever they want. Like
0: yeah. Anything yeah. that is actually got to animate it. Yeah. And honestly, I'm honestly, even with all of like, you know, the Marvel, Marvel actors, they're still getting paid the big bucks because I'm pretty sure they're using their voices as well. And not only that, but like their likeness. Yeah. So they're definitely getting paid for that. Like that congratulations. So um our last bit of news, this actually shook the um <laughs> the gaming world here. Uh, yeah, a bit
1: of a surprise.
0: Had a little bit of a surprise. So this um I, I want to say this is reportedly like it's claimed that this is coming, but nothing official has come from Microsoft yet. Uh because as of as of this recording, you know, we're recording this on Saturday. So as of right now, I added this in last minute and people are talking about it like nonstop. So it looks like Bethesda's new um, exclusive Starfield, which will they Starfield, which they've been working on for a while, uh, will be a uh, exclusive to Xbox and PC. It is claimed. So we're gonna say it's reportedly exclusive to Xbox and PC. This is according to the Game beat journalist Jeff Grubb, who wrote on Friday, Starfield is exclusive to Xbox and PC, period. This is me confirming that. Uh, speaking in a live stream video, that uh, the prominent games industry reporter went out on a state uh, that he believed that the title would appear at E3 next month and likely release in 2022. Uh, Starfield is the next big RPG creator from The Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim. Uh, originally announced and um it was starfield was originally announced in june 2018 with a teaser tra- uh, teaser trailer following which uh following uh Doc, todd howard the director said that um uh, it was a game he's wanted to make for a very very long time uh nothing has been seen of course since um e3 2019 and uh todd howard is asking people to be very patient And, you know, unveiling what Starfield actually is. So um, the release plans for this is, you know, it it was, it's been the major talking point for like Microsoft since its announcement of its acquisition of ZeniMax Media, which includes um, Bethesda Studios. And, you know, I've been saying this for a while, man, you know, like um, uh, Microsoft did not drop $7.5 billion to acquire Bethesda to make you know their games third party like yeah on on co- on competitor platforms and you know a lot of people have been talking about exclusives and whatnot you know regardless of how i feel i'm not super crazy about them but it is more of you know it, it is what it is um you know there's not much we can really change right now but i definitely think there's always room for improvement but i think xbox is handling it the right way with releasing it on xbox pc and cloud gaming so that kind of It's exclusive, but it's not because it's more of like a loophole through everything. But what are your thoughts just on? I'm
1: I'm just curious as to how they're going to handle every Bethesda game after Starfield. Are they going to keep them all exclusive or maybe just the bigger ones? Mm -hmm. Because I could see them just like putting the smaller titles out on every platform.
0: Like they did with uh, like Super Lucky's Tale, um, and what was Cuphead as well? I don't know if Cuphead was necessarily owned by Microsoft, but yeah, and of course we have uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop are coming out. for the PlayStation Five and Microsoft. You know, during this acquisition, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, well, what about these games?" Uh, Microsoft did say that they are going to honor those commitment, that commitment. So you know, they're, they're going to honor that deal. So. Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop will be timed exclusives on PlayStation 5 first and then make its way onto other platforms. Um, it's it's kind of like all up in the air, honestly. Um, you know, I was talking to a few people online, just about everyone's talking about, um, you know, exclusives itself and ran across um, a, uh, a guy on Twitter who was saying that, um, you know, so he actually responded to jeff jeff grubbs tweet about starfield being an exclusive and he said you know people take out the emotions of the equation and looked at things logically they knew that this was you know a foregone conclusion again microsoft did not spend 7.5 billion dollars so they could share games and he was saying that um Man, it's he, he was kind of saying like everyone's talking about like it brings up like the conversation of excuses again. You know whether they're good or bad for the industry. I I wouldn't say that they're necessarily bad, but I do feel like they are a bit outdated when it comes to a lot of things. But you know, who am I? I'm I'm just a schmuck on the internet, you know, talking about this stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he was saying that um it's weird because people only care. People only start caring. Um, okay. This is what he said. He said, it's, it's funny how people who are for slash against, um, exclusives changing, uh, change. Um, so like depending on who's for and against them, it changes on, uh, depending on what platform those exclusives are on. It's like, so are they really against exclusives or are they mad that exclusives are on their, uh, Preferred platform And then he says we all know the answer But of course the reason why we're talking About exclusives everyone is that You know since You know Microsoft Bethesda all Of this you know people feel It is you know when it comes To further exclusives For Bethesda and Microsoft we really don't know But we did talk about it A little bit all a Few episodes back like Maybe about a month or two ago where Microsoft had like the Bethesda slash um um Xbox like family like uh episode thing where they were saying you know those games well Phil was like tiptoeing around it but i mean it is what it is but i just thought it was an interesting story i can go on and on about it but we have a review to do everyone oh yeah yeah so just, just
1: put this one in the past in the, in the rear <laughs>
0: All right, so we are going to be doing our uh The Woman in the Window review. This uh director is uh Joe Wright and writer uh, writer's uh book uh well it is adapted from a book. Uh, writer's uh AJ Fenn, which who I believe is the original writer of the novel and Tracy Letts um or it might be reversed. Uh, Like I said, I do apologize. I grabbed this information at the last minute. Um, The cast stars uh, Amy Adams, Gary Oldman, Anthony Mackie, and a few others. Uh, You can watch this on Netflix. And its release date was April 14th um, over this past weekend. And the story goes as such. A goraphobic woman living alone in New York begins spying on her new neighbors only to witness a disturbing act of violence. So... Man, um, <laughs> this one's gonna be a doozy because I was actually looking forward to this one for a while, and I actually wrote a review over on the musiccitydriving.com website. You guys definitely go check that out. Um, but I know Devin's not the biggest fan.
1: That was a stinker. <laughs> He's oh not.
0: <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, we saw it in theaters a while ago. We haven't heard anything about it in a while, in a very, very long time. And it, I feel like it kind of. I I hate to say it, Devin, I feel like this one kind of fell flat on its face.
1: Yeah, I mean, how many times do we need to tell this story? Like, <laughs> it's just even Disturbia. Like, there's there's a movie called Rear Window. It's a classic that it's basically the same story just told a different way. Like,
0: well, I wonder if those were... because remember this is a this is a adaptation of a book. So I do wonder if movies like those drew from the inspiration of this original source material material or not. But I don't know. It was, um, I don't know, bro. Like I, I had high hopes for this. Like I
1: really did. I mean, with, with a cast like that, you kind of have to have high hopes just because it's so stacked. Like Gary Oldman, Amy Adams, Anthony Mackie, Brian Tyree Henry's in there.
0: That's right. Yeah. He's in there too. Um, I, if Anthony Mackie was so underused and, of it, but you know, I I just wanted to get your first initial thoughts before we like kind of
1: dive a little bit into spoilers because we'll go. It was just up. it was just a mess. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> so and every cliche in the book, every single one. Just <laughs> here you go. Have a cliche. You have a cliche.
0: I I honestly feel like this movie would have done better as a limited se- series, and. It's like I mean a- Amy Adams is is like the North Star
1: in the in this. She's the only thing keeping it from being the worst movie of the year, possibly.
0: <laughs> worst movie of the year. Okay, Devin, I gotta let you know. I saw Earwig and the Witch earlier this year, and I think that is the worst. No. Worst worst I've seen. Oh, wait. Oh, so you didn't see Thunder Force. No. You're a lucky man.
1: <laughs> I, I imagine.
0: Man, oh man, God. Like Tom and Jerry was bearable, but Thunder Tom Force Jerry was also bad. Yeah, but Thunder Force was way <laughs> worse. But uh getting back to the topic at hand here, yeah. I I, I thought the plot was really intriguing, you know, and of course it starts to start Amy Adams, was long, long overdue
1: for her Oscar. It, win. I mean, it's, it starts off interesting enough, yeah. but then as things keep happening and the story unfolds, it just just another one bites the dust.
0: Yeah. I, I guess I could say this film was like good, not great. And it draws you in with that, like
1: stacked cast. Um, you know, but then they just get wasted entirely.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the premise is really interesting, you know, it has like that weird, spooky, eerie atmosphere. And I mean, I, I mean to say like, I do feel like, and I said this in my written review, like, I feel like it does some, like it does a decent job. Of subverting your expectations, like to a point, but I feel like it was missing like that suspenseful vibe that like the the that the the trailer gave off, and you know like a few jump scares
1: here or there, but um, pretty pretty bad jump scares too.
0: But I I feel yeah I feel like this film definitely caters more to the casual audience. I mean.
1: It, it it belongs on Lifetime. That's the way I see it. <laughs> lifetime, a, a lifetime oh my movie. God, I yes. don't. I do not it's get that, Lifetime at that level. Listen, Amy Adams is
0: way too good for Lifetime. It, it's true. Like, this,
1: this story they gave her is is Lifetime quality.
0: <sighs> I was so excited for this. Like, I mean, it. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, we could talk about Amy. Like, it's just when, when is she going to get her Oscar? And it's it's so won't be for this. Yeah, uh, I I don't know, man It's just, I mean, like, it sucks Is like, the supporting cast wasn't all that memorable Like, Gary Oldman and Anthony Mackie Like, they seem very one-note But, like we said, Anthony Mackie is barely in this film Like, at all And, um you know, we'll,
1: we'll get we, could have, we could have had a, a cap versus cap showdown. Yeah, because uh, John Walker is also <laughs> in this movie. That's right. Russell.
0: Yes, he. Is. I was very surprised to see him. Actually, very, very surprised. He, to he see got him. the beard back in this one. <laughs> <laughs> his 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 performance it was it was ad- adequate for sure. Um And like Brian Tyree Henry, like I think he did a good job, but like he didn't really do much. Like he was the cop, like the
1: detective. And yeah, who just kept showing up randomly?
0: Yeah, and it's like with Amy Adams, you know, she, you know, she she's drinking on the job, well, not drinking on the job. Well, she's drinking while taking her medication, which clearly is like a not very good sign. Did you expect the twist at the end, or not? Not the end, like midway esque through the movie.
1: Their their attempt of a twist. <laughs> I mean, it's just like every. They attempted every every twist. They attempted was just the most cliche. Like oh, they're all they're all made up in her mind. Oh, she's talking to dead people. Oh, the the mentally disabled kid from across the street is the mastermind behind it all.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, her, her, her creepy
1: her creepy basement uh, roommate is weird and and creepy. Just down the line, every single trope you can think of.
0: Yeah, it was. I I really wish this limited series give me one good season, like they did with um Caitlin Dever and um what was it, unbelievable, like that roped me in. Give me Queens Gambit level stuff. Not okay. I I just want to say this. Like it's I we need to move away from turning books into movies. We we need to move away from that one hundred percent because. It doesn't, unless it is like an actual yeah, that's, that's
1: impossible.
0: But it's, I mean, like think about it. We've, we've had Game of Thrones, his dark materials. Um, I'm trying to think of some, um, Shadow and Bone is on Netflix right now and it does a fantastic job of working better in the TV space. The Witcher even. Like, I mean, the original source material, it's from the books. The game was adapted from the books and now we have the TV, that uh, show that's been adapted from the books. It, they work so much better in the TV space, it's been so. It's this has been a while since I mean, obviously, like it's like with comic books, it's different, but because uh, you can do either or, but something like this, or especially if this is like a one off, make a limited series out of it, go into these, go into the depths of these characters, make it more believable, show me more Anthony Mackie. don't have Gary Oldman. Be this just one note kind of oh you're crazy man
1: like yeah you're crazy. I'm, I'm an abuser I'm yeah. abusing you and you're it's crazy like, that's
0: not Jane this is Jane and all this other like absolutely yeah no make it a limited series it works so much better that's I, even with like Harry Potter like Harry Potter I can't say that it's different because like I mean they did make multiple movies um especially for um the the last book because it was so long but you can arguably say that the fourth book ha- should have had a part one part two but i mean even that has like a report like a reported like hbo series hbo max series in the work I'm like great i want to see that story in a different format give me a tv format.
1: i, I don't want to see this story ever again <laughs> in any format
0: so you don't want to read the book <laughs> no what about the audio book on audible which was no. sponsored no we're not sponsored by audible but yeah it's
1: i'd rather just re-watch disturb you
0: honestly that or um yeah or um oh my god what are we what are we talking about last week um yeah the, uh, the blind murder dude with the axe don't breathe don't breathe yeah this this is more of a psychological thriller um i mean but the the father but, but
1: they make it very obvious what's happening so like did, as soon as soon as she's talking to anthony mackie i'm like oh he's dead he's not alive like for, that's not an alive person
0: <laughs> okay for like okay for maybe like the first 10 minutes i'm like maybe he is separated and then i was like okay she he, he is probably dead like probably yeah and it's like yeah okay that's it's like the more you think about it. It's like, oh, okay, you know, like like she's oh, like we're away, separated. I'm like, okay, maybe she's just that crazy, or whatever. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, he's probably
1: dead. Oh my god. And then, and then that that fight on the roof was just
0: that was really like okay, they
1: what de- in, the, in the rain <laughs> with a a garden hook. Dude,
0: I was like, yo, no, 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 no. I mean, Invincible Man was so much better.
1: It's this. just so, it, they ended the movie with an action sequence. What is this? Yeah. I, what, is, I what are you doing? I don't know. It was more of an action fight sequence on the roof, like in a psychological thriller. Ooh,
0: I like that humming.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just kicks my desk out oh. of anger.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just so Um, uh, I'm trying because they you know during i think it was the the beginning so no you better get that you know that roof fix. and it's like okay that's something yeah, that's, that's gonna something. That's,
1: they, they point out every little thing that's gonna gonna come up later you because think we, there's no there's no foreshadowing they tell you what's happening they're not <laughs> they're just overshadowing they're
0: not foreshadowing they're just shadowing yeah <laughs> so like yeah it's i'm so disappointed i mean i feel like it was good not great like if i want to be omar on the nicer
1: side uh it definitely too nice it definitely leaves you're, the, you're calling this good
0: it was a not. good a
1: good movie I'm,
0: i'll give it like a c minus okay <laughs> c c minus okay d plus d plus <laughs> now upon thinking about it and upon this conversation that we're having
1: it's just so much wrong.
0: Uh, I mean it's it's just yeah. It is what it, I mean th- this movie was picked up by Netflix. You know, it was supposed to come out in theaters. I feel like
1: it being in theaters the, This have, is a classic example of like they had to do reshoots because literally because they they were showing people the movie and they hated it. Did did, did they have to or are you just Yeah. Like, oh, they did. Yeah, that's why that's why it took so long to come out because they did test audiences and they just hated it so they did reshoots and didn't make it much better.
0: Well, thank you for that bit
1: of trivia cuz I did not
0: know that whatsoever.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like so on music. But yeah, like sometimes reshoots are are like fine and like yeah. normal, but when it's because the audience hates your movie, then you're you're in trouble.
0: So wait, what's worse, this or New Mutants? Cuz you saw New Mutants. <laughs> uh I mean, I did too. I actually bought I have it on this is the complete To complete my X-Men.
1: I mean, New Mutants is at least, at least has some like interesting characters just because they're related to X-Men.
0: Okay. Like you, like, I guess what I'm saying, like, you think this is bad and so you watch Thunder Force and you're like, okay, this is like, I will
1: not be watching Thunder Force.
0: (laughs) You're not going to watch it with the fam?
1: It's crazy. Netflix just—it's the definition of Netflix, just quality or quantity over quality. Because we get the best movie of the year possibly, in Mitchells vs. the Machines*. Yeah, and then we get this and *Thunder Force*. It's like <laughs> it's just all over the place. And and *Jupiter's
0: Legacy*, bro. Ooh, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm I mean, it's—I it. mean, it's not a movie, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. It, yeah, it. Let's it, it, look. Like, I was I was over at my friend's house and I walked in the door. I'm like, oh, like, what are you watching on uh, Netflix? It's like all oh, *Jupiter's Legacy*. I was like. Like I saw it, like <laughs> I saw it in action. I was like, I'm glad I did not invest myself into this universe. That, that CW quality. That's worse than CW quality. <laughs> that's clip art. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think someone I had had posted the uh, the fights. I don't know if it was Martian Manhunter in Supergirl that, like, you know what I'm talking about with um, it was. Yeah, it's Super-
1: the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
0: I can honestly say I think that that was that's like worse than like attack, but than like Jar Jar Binks like CGI. I mean, granted, like you know, it was for its time; it was fine. Like Star Wars, I mean, not for this. It's like, wow, I can see there's a lot of weird budgetary cuts. (laughs) Yeah, stand in front of the screen, screen, quick. (laughs) It's like, okay but so um upon second a second thought because i did give it a c minus on the music city driving website i will keep it at that for it because that was upon uh my first initial thoughts of this uh movie i think i might watch it again just for amy adams but um i i'll, I'll lower it to a d plus i'll update it on the music city
1: driving website it's it's gonna be hard for it not to be an F for me <laughs> It was, you really think I, it was I, that I, bad i'm considering a d minus just for amy adams just because of her
0: you know what i'm gonna keep it C minus because amy adams was phenomenal i but i i retract that
1: statement. everything else is an f <laughs> everything else yeah
0: like i mean she she does carry this you know she she displays another first-rate performance um even a hillbilly elegy i mean i i I can see why people didn't like that, but it's like, I mean, it was just so she was so good, and it's
1: like what rough rough year for Amy Adams movies? A rough year? <laughs> rough.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna say her her career in general, like her career in general. Well, she at least great. she
1: at least has been in good movies, but yeah, I mean, she's not, I guess not this year.
0: Yeah, I guess when I say rough year, I mean like she still doesn't have an Oscar. Like she's phenomenal. Like it's just. It has no slide to like her, you know, performance, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. Okay. Movie wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully. I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't really care for that much in Lois, like as Lois Lane, like, like she was literally just there to be saved by Superman. <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is at this point. So uh, a D my, uh, can we really give something a D minus? Is that like, Like I feel like if we're going that low, like is there even like a plus or minus when it comes to that?
1: I don't know, man. All right, well, I'll get. It's rough.
0: All right, well, I will give it a C minus just because. Well, I don't. Now I'm thinking like, what what was worse, this or Chaos Walking? The Chaos Walking is another great example. It's a book series. Make it a freaking TV show for the love of God, please. Anyway. Uh we are pretty much up on time here. So um you know again thank you Devin for coming on and talking shop with me and um yeah so we we got we got a C minus and a and a D minus. If that If that If they're lucky. <laughs> so that pretty much concludes uh, this episode of the Film Optics podcast. I believe next week we're going to be uh discussing Army of the Dead so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then I believe after that we'll be doing a quiet place part two. Finally, Finally dude. Serious. I'm oh man, I'm so I'm so pumped. I, I need to rewatch the first one. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it like back to back. Make yeah. make my own double feature.
1: If AM uh, might, might do it again in AMC. I knows. will
0: be so excited because we were a week
1: away, Devin.
0: We were a week away. A week. Ah. Uh, I think it was supposed to come out around my birthday last year, but Hey, I mean, at, at least, at least it didn't get the, Oh, a quiet place party is going to be on this date, And it's like, Oh, psych. It's going to be on this date. Like we just got, I think I only got moved back once and they were just like, yeah, we're just pulling it until we know it's safe. So it's been done. It's been untouched. Same thing. Same thing with, um, um, black widow that has been untouched for an entire year, which is great. There hasn't been any more tampering um with um you know with that project. So yeah, next week, Army of the Dead, the week following after uh Quiet Place Part Two. I'll probably do a Corella um review on the Music City Drive in website. Make sure to check them out. We have news, reviews, discussions, TV, movie, Oscar talks, awards, seasons, sports, just pretty much everything under the sun. Definitely go check out musiccitydriven.com. Um so that'll be a lot of fun to do that so let's um oh awesome before we actually and up, make sure to uh, rate us on Apple podcasts give us a five star rating and review let us know what you think of the podcast so far if you are um for the audio listeners for our video listener or our video crew out there our YouTube crew uh leave us a comment like and um you know subscribe to the channel if you want to. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of doing this every week. Uh, We're new to the YouTube space. The whole video thing is weird. I much prefer the audio, but Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta grow the podcast anyway, anyway you can. So uh, let's uh, let's close out here. And that's a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. And make sure to check out the other shows over on musiccitydrivein.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Make sure to go to musiccitydrivein.com.